Welcome to the next best podcast with your hosts, Chris Cashman. 24 years old, a former sheet metal worker, Mr. America, and twice Mr. Universe. And Chris Daniels. Time Magazine even named him Person of the Century. Now, from the CNC Podcast Factory, here's the next best podcast. Well, Chris, here we are back in the saddle from Hockey Town, USA, <laughs> Seattle. Soon to be Hockey Town, maybe. Boy. USA. I guess that's where our tale has turned to these days, Chris. We're going to have to put the NBA and basketball on hold for now. But where are we at? Because the holidays, of course, distracted all of us. Then it's, well, let's be honest, it's January. And yeah. January is it's certainly in Seattle. It's rain. It's dark when you get up. It's dark when you go home. Your favorite football teams. Usually, usually in the playoffs. Are, usually in the playoffs. Now they're not in the playoffs. Now they're posting photos of themselves on vacation, and it's just too painful. So let's talk about where things are at uh, with the arena, with the pursuit of a team. I listen to a podcast. Yes, we listen to other podcasts here on the Next Best Podcast, and we're talking about that in, in a couple of minutes. It's a sports money podcast that Forbes puts out, and they talk about the money behind sports. And in particular, a uh, recent episode they uh, interviewed Bettman, uh, commissioner of the NHL. So I said, mm, I want to see what he has to say and where things are at. Because like a lot of people, I wasn't as passionate about hockey coming to town as I would be for hoops, of course. But I do find hockey terribly intriguing. I have seen NHL hockey. I went and saw a Tampa Bay Lightning game. Of course, when you think of Tampa Bay, you think of hockey. Uh, yeah. But it was a lot of fun. And so I get it. I totally get it. I'm excited. I think this is going to be a great, hopefully, accompaniment to basketball, but where are things at currently? We know the arena got the approval to renovate, to dig down and rethink it and just keep the hat on Key Arena, right? Yeah, something like that. The old, <laughs> uh, the old hat on uh, Key Arena. Yeah, I mean, the uh, I think we'll soon be able to say the puck stops here. Okay, that, that'll be a slogan soon for us. Uh, but the the process continues on some of the stuff that is is not really fun for the casual fan to follow along on the the environmental reviews and the traffic reviews and mm-hmm. the design reviews and uh, these are all things that like Chris Hansen and Soto uh, any arena developer has to go through when they're using public land or any sort of public money so it, it's kind of like we're reliving the story all over again right. uh, with the new arena at Seattle Center and the spot where Key Arena currently exists that group, the Oakview Group, went before the Seattle Design Commission this week uh, to talk about their latest plans uh, with that renovation, uh, demolition, renovation, and, and rebuild. And there, there were some slight changes. They've made some slight changes. Um, and, and really, it's on the south side of the current Key Arena site. Now, you and I have talked before, that that's where all the room is. You know, for years, nobody thought, including myself, that you could build an, a new arena on that spot. But there is a significant amount of room on the south side of Key Arena that's kind of uh, where the kitchen's been in the past, where the loading docks have been. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where uh, Oakview plans to build out and, and build a big atrium now on the southern side of Key Arena. That's what they presented before the design uh, commission this week, saying, hey, uh, we see this glass, big glass atrium on the top. Uh, that people can look into, uh, look into the arena, enter the arena, and, and one of the reasons they're doing that is based on the reviews that the Uptown Alliance, meaning the Lower Queen Anne neighborhood, has given them. The, the feedback they've given them is about kind of how how do how, how does traffic fit into all of this? It's always been the 
you know, multi-million dollar question. How does traffic fit into a new arena at Seattle Center? I, sur- I assumed it would just sort itself out. You, no need <laughs> to do anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But the, 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 the questions have been, how, how do you get people and, and cars and bikes in there? Right. And the question for now some of the existing tenants like KEXP, how does this affect us? We don't necessarily want people staggering through. So what Oakview now has done is said, hey, we'll make the entrances on the south side. Hmm. Big this be- build this big, beautiful atrium. Doesn't impact the historic roof. Put the entrances on the south side. And I think this is tough to kind of talk about without having the pictures in front of you. But currently, people really, truly enter Key Arena on the east and west sides. You right. kind of walk down those stairs that all goes away in this design, and, and the idea is that Oakview is trying to get people to walk in or drive in, park on the south side. There's the garage on the south side uh, that is part of this redevelopment by Pottery Northwest, and then that way the traffic flow in and out will come from the south side of the Seattle Center campus versus walking through KEXP. It kind of leaves that whole area alone, uh, but but the idea is, yeah, that way you have a grand entrance, that way you're... You're making the most out of that space on the south side. And and what's interesting is in this design, I, I found it interesting, and I don't think a lot of people picked up on it, is that in this big glossy book of all these new designs and <laughs> sketches, there is a hockey rink right in the oh. middle. There's not a basketball court. There's not the right. concerts. It's all built around a hockey rink. So on the, the opening page, the cover page, it's kind of this big glo- glossy picture design <laughs> sketches of – of the interior of the the key the new the new arena bowl and a hockey rink, so they're firmly focused on hockey right. now and uh, getting this building built. Well, it certainly seems like the hot iron, and for the people who maybe we've already lost, because I realize there's a lot of people going to say, you know, I haven't been to Key Arena in ten yeah. years because why? Unless they've gone to a concert. The basic dynamics you can remember is that the west side is essentially the street side, yep. right? The north side is the side that would face First Queen Anne yep. area. The south side, most people will say, I don't know what that is, because essentially that was players parking. It was kind yep. of a private entrance and a big parking garage. Yep. So you're right. That whole area, if they rethink that, is a pretty massive space. And otherwise, you'd walk right past that going up to Seattle Center, Th- this is uh, the Pacific team Science store, Center, all that stuff. The so, Sonics Team right. Store corner. Uh, which is now the Storm Team store that's really not used. So arguably the most irrelevant side yeah. is now what they're going to propose will be the main hub. That's how you get in get out. Yeah, okay. that, that, that will dramatically uh, be altered under this new proposal, uh, new plans, right. the designs uh, that Oakview has now presented to the city. And there's, there's going to be at least one more design review, uh, but that fits into votes along the way the seattle city council about uh, final transaction documents and uh all all the things that go into finalizing this deal the howard hughes part we say but these are the the blueprints these are crossing the t's and dotting the i's it's again some of the same things we talked about with the soto arena uh but as of right now tim lywicki and oakview are saying they believe they can begin demolition in november which is crazy to think after all of these years of talking about a new building that you could potentially be 10 months away from beginning construction on. Of course, that's putting the the cart a little bit ahead of the horse yes, here because is. we do not yet have a hockey team. No. And as mentioned, I listened to a, a, a great podcast, the Sports Money Podcast from Forbes. You can go look that up. And uh, about two episodes ago, uh, he interviewed uh, Batman, the NHL commissioner. I wanted to listen to that just to hear 
the finances of hockey, how it's doing. And, of course, they talk about uh, Las Vegas, the newest team, the Golden Knights there, how much that was purchased for $550 million. They're suggesting that probably the next franchise would be about $650 million, uh, which is, according to my math, about $10 million less than the renovation of Wow. The arena, math. right? Math, right? yeah. I went to state college, too. Yeah. Did you see that? I was, I was looking down. I was cheating a little bit. Um, but they talked about even some of the teams that appear to be on the ropes. And yes, they did bring up Seattle, but he quickly kind of swept that under. Yeah, we're talking to him. Nothing to report, which is, of course, what you would do. It's the car dealer approach. You right. Know? It's, I don't know. We've... I think, you know, uh, as you and I have talked before, whether it's David Stern or Adam yeah. Silver or Gary Bettman, uh, they're very careful in the language they use. As they they're, should be. It's very yeah. purposeful. Uh, they're all lawyers. They're, right. They know what they're doing. Right. They know what they're saying. They know what the impact's going to be. Uh, so it doesn't surprise me that that uh, the commissioner said that in, in this podcast. He said a lot more than people expected down at the Board of Governors meeting right. in December. And again, that was all purposeful right. by laying out the price tag and the ownership group in the city. So It sure seems like there is a deal to be had. It, it seems like that that's a foregone conclusion. But the question is expansion versus relocation. He said, again, on this podcast that expansion is the most likely thing. They don't want to relocate. Of course, I think everybody's got shell shock from the Sonics saga across all sports. I think that was the biggest black eye in terms of a, oops, Yeah. now we've got people mad at us forever. So um, I was sort of interested because he he stuck up for a lot of the teams like uh, the Panthers and and some of these other teams that uh, maybe are, you know, in question in Arizona. Uh, but the one, the only one that he brought up and, and said he didn't seem to have an answer for, and in fact, they've given up pursuit of a new arena, quite literally, is Calgary. So who knows what's to be had in all of that, but uh, expansion is, is the most likely. They also discussed, which I think will be terribly relevant in Seattle, is the deal that was had in Vancouver, which, of course, would be our I-5 rivals. Uh, Mm -hmm. The Canucks and Seattle's team would be just fantastic how much fun that would be. But they talked specifically about the Rogers Arena deal. Rogers is their big provider of cell phones, all that. A lot of money, $5 billion, more than $5 billion deal that was struck for them to not only, you know, take over the arena, all that, but to own all of it, all of the content for 12 years, which is probably going to be the way things will happen now because think about where we were 12 years ago you and I didn't have these phones right. we couldn't do any of this stuff so to go in like that it does make me wonder what other partners is it going to be people like Amazon who are going to say look by the time this team's in town by the time they're playing and they're on the ice people are going to be watching this on their phones we don't even need to put this on TV it should be prime season pass you know so a lot of layers beyond just getting a team that I'm sure are being discussed as we speak. Well, and and there are people who have asked uh, me questions over time about yeah what what where would this team be shown on on television? Right? right? Is it a Root Sports? Is it a Comcast Sportsnet? Based on how some of these deals are going, and, and ESPN's been well chronicled with uh, their live sports coverage and their layoffs. Who knows what the landscape's going to look like in a couple of years? And yes, Amazon and Twitter. And others, Facebook, have been jumping into the video game and uh, providing live content. I mean, who knows 
what potentially will happen just right. a year or two down the road with with live TV rights. Certainly with sports, it seems like a la carte is the trend. You know, you, you want it, you buy it, you've got just that product on your phone. So more to come on that. Meanwhile, the burning question is, if and when they get a team here in Seattle, what's it going to be called? Chris, we have recently broken news on what the team might be called. Recently broken? Recently broken. <laughs> well, I, I think this is interesting because... Yeah. Uh, oh, he's grabbing a document. Yeah, I'm grabbing a document. There it is. Right there. Uh, Cyber Sluice uh, out of Detroit, DetroitHockey.net, went and looked at domain names online mm. that had been registered. Now, you and I know that when you go to start a new business product yep. or a podcast, the first thing I did before we launched this was... Let's don't go fall in love with any of these names. Let's make sure they exist. Let's right. see if we can get a domain. Does the next best podcast exist? It does. I got it. I bought it. So every now and again, these clues exist online, and somebody found a whole bunch of domain names that were bought and are currently being squatted on. Yeah, and it, it was uh, it was interesting that they they stumbled upon it and found thirty eight domains representing. 13 different possible names, mm. and they were registered to a woman by the name of Christina Song, and according to, and, and again, this is where it's interesting, they, they did a lot of kind of cross-checking online yeah. and, and digital diving, uh, according to her LinkedIn profile, is general counsel for the Oakview Group. Aha! Yes, Oakview, as you know, won the bid to redevelop Key Arena. We just talked oh. about them, and that the domains were registered via an email address for a lawyer at Gibson Dunn, and that firm assisted Oakview in the key arena bid process. Aha! So okay. uh, it, it could mean absolutely nothing. The, the author of this even said, hey, it, it could mean absolutely nothing. Right. But those 13 names, the 13 possibilities, are you ready? Seattle Cougars, Seattle Eagles, Seattle Emeralds, Seattle Evergreens, Seattle Firebirds, Se Seattle Kraken, hmm. Seattle Rainiers, Seattle Renegades, <laughs> Seattle Sea Lions, Seattle Seals, Seattle Sockeyes, Seattle Totems, Seattle Whales. Boy. Uh, an interesting group of names, some names that we have seen before in the Seattle area for different franchises. Uh, but but uh, it, it was also interesting that it, this writer says when they checked in the afternoon, after, after checking that day in the morning, that the domain ownership was switched to proxy registrations removing the true registrant from the record. So they, <laughs> they tried to go into hiding after this This double secret probation? Public. Is that what's this going on This is all here? about domain names. Wow. Uh, but uh, it, it was interesting. I think a couple of them people have already talked about. A, a couple of them you know, went, really? The Seattle Renegades? Uh, okay. Hmm. But uh, Seattle Evergreens, Seattle Emeralds, I, I think those could grow on you. The Seattle Sea Lions, I think that's been discussed. The Seattle Sockeyes, that would be a good hockey name, Sockeyes, but no Steelheads. No. Totems no on there. No Metropolitans. I guess we're going to have to leave this to the internet to decide. Those names, which may or may not be the actual Final 13, the Eagles, Emeralds, Evergreens, Firebirds, Kraken, Rainiers, Renegades, Sea Lions, Seals, Sockeyes, Totems, Whales, and Fidget Spinners. So those are no. I added fidget, the fidget spinners? spinners. No, I added oh, okay. that one. But the rest are allegedly real. What say you, Internet? If you had to pick one of those, what would you go with? Is there something that you even kind of like that you can imagine, that you can envision in your head? 
I, I personally like steelheads, but it's not registered, so. I think the totems. I think I might. It, it doesn't sound terribly sexy to say out loud, but I think it's symbolic of the area. I think it's very Seattle. I think that. I, I could get behind that, but I also would say that I don't think I'm currently seeing the name. Hmm. I don't think it's on here yet. Yeah. I don't think it's on here yet. What say you, Internet? You know, you can tweet us. Big voice, tell them what to do. On Twitter and Instagram at Next Best Pod. Chris, I like you. I just don't think it was an incredible vocal performance. That's the point I was trying to make. This is the exclusive ending of the Next Best Podcast.